You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Daddy Longlegs, Scat Daddy's only proven son at stud in North America. Crowned champion freshman sire in Chile, Daddy Longlegs has already sired three graded stakes winners from his first two crops of runners, including a champion two-year-old colt. A talented runner himself who won multiple graded stakes on multiple surfaces, he's passing that versatility onto his progeny with stakes winners on dirt and turf. Daddy Longlegs, a tailor-made stallion. Call today to book. Welcome to another edition of the Horse Ownership Experience. It is Thursday. I have no idea the date today because uh, we are still in a pandemic. It's the fourth. It's the fourth. And uh, there is now uh, peaceful protests, which are fantastic. Uh, and there, But there also is rioting looting, which is not so fantastic. But this is not a political show, and I am not a political type. And therefore, we are going to stick to horse racing. Right, Michelle? Absolutely. I just want to make it clear, though. Yeah. Don't confuse protesters with looters. I didn't. Did I? No, I just want people. I, that's just like my no, 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 PSA. No, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, that's your PSA. Michelle Hughes joining us, uh, one of the, if not the best uh, analyst in horse racing. And it's obviously we're in a strange time, but there are good things happening, Michelle. Uh, uh, Belmont Park started up yesterday. Churchill Downs is running. Uh, Santa Anita uh, continues to run without fans and owners in the afternoon, although they are letting us out in the mornings, which is thank you. Uh, and, um, you know, there's there's a <laughs> listen before uh, uh, this this tragic event happened to George Floyd, which is just horrid. Um, th- it felt like we were semi returning, trying to return to normalcy. Right. Uh, and that we've taken a step back in our our country is in an interesting place, Michelle. I'll leave it at Well, that. I mean, it just kind of sucks now if we have like a huge coronavirus outbreak from all these people gathering without masks on. Well, that would be that would be not you're, you are correct in that assessment. We have a great show, though. We have uh, we have Mattress Mac, Jim McElvain. Am I saying that right? McInvale. McInvale. I can't mm-hmm. I, I struggle with his name sometimes. Jim McInvale. Uh, Mattress Mac, Run Happy. Uh, for those of you who uh, know anything about horse racing, you've seen that everything is Run Happy, including the Run Happy Santa Anita Derby, which will be run Saturday at Santa Anita. And Michelle and I are going to give you uh, thoughts on the big card at Santa Anita on Saturday, and we're going to hear from Mattress Mac, which should be interesting. I'm excited. Me too. I'm super excited. I mean, it's been so great to have him as a philanthropist in racing. And now we're seeing Run Happy starting. So, um, you know, there's lots of things to come. This was a major marketing move by him. And I can't wait to hear about all about everything behind it and, and Run Happy. Yeah, it's, it, you know, there's a $100,000 bonus at uh, Del Mar and Saratoga for any Run Happy that wins a maiden special weight. Uh, he's, he's, I'm sure he's giving, uh, providing a lot of, advertising dollars i know if it's santa anita there's the you know it says run happy in the flowers and like three different places obviously the santa anita derby's the run happy i believe last year was it, the, how about the run happy carter that's also on saturday in new york and the run happy travers uh they have later on in the summer and the run happy travers i mean it's really uh it, it's really an amazing story and we're gonna find out all about it with mattress mac um coming up but michelle why don't we talk a little bit about um what happened last weekend why don't we go backwards, talk to Mattress Mac, and then we'll go forward. How do you like that plan? I like all plans that yeah. involve <clears throat> uh, going backwards and forwards, yes. <laughs> so so what about dancing? 
I love dancing. Are you a good dancer? I'm a really good country dancer. That's about it. Is Ryan I, a good dancer? No. I can see Ryan standing in the corner of the bar just with a beer and his hat yeah. on watching you yeah. dance. Does he get jealous? <laughs> no. He's not a jealous type either. Nope. Not wow. at all. You guys are really a good match. Yes. Did you win any races last weekend? Nope. No. After our maiden special weight, he's been ice cold. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's talk about some uh, some of the stuff that happened last weekend, Michelle. Where do you want to start? Okay. Well, stakes races, obviously, Belmont Park opened up yesterday, and we had the Bogay Stakes with Rushing Fall winning for, I'll give you one guess on who the trainer is. It was a turf race in Wait, New York. Wait, it was a turf race in New York, and uh, it was a Philly. Um, <laughs> Chad Brown? Yes. Ding, 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 ding You got ding, it in one. Yeah, Unfortunately, no. the fourth place finisher in the six horse in the five horse field was got stormy. Uh, she just has not really come back to be the same horse that she was last year when she was a finalist for an Eclipse Award. Yeah, I read something that Mark Cassie said he really didn't have her cranked up for that first race. And then she, she gave a big effort in the um, Kilroe Mile, though, where she was defeated by Riverboyne by, I think, a neck. And um, yeah, but she's not doesn't have that same explosion. She was in chase mode yesterday. And I, I don't think chase mode. Do you know the difference between chase mode and stalking? Yes. Yeah. Chase mode means that you're frantic to to stay up there. Right. It's like you're you're kind of you're. It's not like you're just relaxed and like just right. sitting in a cruising spot. It's like you're kind of like you're struggling, not struggling, but you're just in a you're in a bad spot. Um, and, well, uh, and I that felt happened like yesterday. right from the get go in the first race of hers on the year, like she could have been on the lead, and I would have liked to see that from her. I think that would have really boosted her confidence a little bit. Well, I'm a God, I'm a God Stormy fan. And I know she will rebound, and I know she'll be okay. back. But congratulations to E5 Thoroughbreds, who's been on our show. Mm-hmm. Um. Bob Edwards and uh, rushing fall looks like she will be one of the better uh, older Philly and mares in these turf races this year for the great Chad Brown. At least until, you know, eight of her stable mates get back. To oh, I'm sure there's a bunch coming. <laughs> yeah. It was an impressive, uh, it was an impressive effort though. I will say that. Yep. Uh, also we had the grade two Santa Maria, which was won by fighting mad and disappointing effort from CC in that race where she ended up finishing third as the heavy favorite after winning back-to-back grade ones but um i felt like fighting mad got the absolute most beautiful trip no one pressuring her what do you do you know that happens michelle and um from a gambling standpoint i'm not you know i rarely if ever toot my own horn on horn on this show you know that michelle i'm i'm terrible you know that uh but i really liked fighting mad in that spot and i'll tell you why uh, first of all, she was 10 to 1 in like a five-horse field or six-horse field. Agreed. Last you, time she went a mile, she won by eight. If you live in Southern California or if you pay attention to these types of races, Bob Baffert does one thing with his horses, and he goes. He's not afraid. He doesn't look to the left and look to the right and see who's going. And CC and Hard Not to Love were both in the race, and they are both fast. He took command, and she just never turned back and that yeah. happens a lot in in especially at Santa Anita right now Michelle I don't know I don't know the stats I don't have them in front of me if anybody's out there at own a horse give us the Santa Anita stats but it appears we have a very speed favoring main track right now and I don't know if that's because of the safety protocols uh, I don't know if that's for Dennis Moore I don't know why but it seems like you can't really close especially in two turn races on this track and when Fighting Mad was clear, even at about the half mile pole, I was like, this race is over. 
Yeah, but she got like the eat like no one pressured her. You don't let a Bob Baffert go un uncontested. They're gonna outfitness you every single time. That's true. And that's what happened. Uh, I, I did hear an interesting, uh, I saw the interview with Whitey, and I don't know if you did it with Mike McCarthy. And mm -hmm. uh, he did say, he said, you know, they asked him, why are you going to run here? It's a grade two. You just because won grade one. 14 ones. weeks before the Clement Hirsch. Yeah, timing wise. And he said he kept trying to find a reason for her to not to run. And she showed, yeah. showed no signs of anything. And listen. Uh, horses are not not uh, different from us. There's times where you wake up in the morning, Michelle, and you're like, I just don't want to do anything today. Or I'm just, you know, there's just, you know, we, we don't know. They they can't talk. And uh, maybe she just had a bad day. How yeah, about that? That's all right. yeah. You know what? It's a, it's a good little group of fillies. They're it not happens. infallible. Okay. It's well, um, the grade three old forester mint julep just real quick went to secret yeah. message. The that winning was, colors bells the one beat me a mischief, which was shocking. Uh, <laughs> why did you say that i just thought me and mischief was gonna be having a banner year but uh bell's the one had chipped out here and run and i mean she's good good for her so huge effort for neil pesson and uh the honeymoon went to laura's light which uh that philly just ran awesome she's i personally did not think she could get a mile and an eighth me neither and <laughs> i was like Whoa. that was a really interesting run race as well michelle because uh mike smith was aboard a really fast filly uh named parkour for lnj foxwoods and <clears throat> she just kind of got away and mike opened up about 10 lengths and in fact i talked to mike about this and he said you know she ran faster the last time um he yeah. said uh, she's just still learning and but that's beside the point. Abel Cedillo, who has been riding incredibly well at Santa Anita, uh, uh, takes Laura's sat, like a speed horse off right. of it. He took her back, and he didn't get in chase mode. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what we're talking about. He didn't go up there and press that horse or sit right off. He was probably 10 lengths back, and she took command turning for home and just was able to hold on. And Gary Barber wins another stake race and still refuses to come on our show. <laughs> Unbelievable. Even in a pandemic. Well, right, one thing, I, one yeah. thing we can do, Philly, is if you want to come from behind, the turf course is the place to do it. Absolutely. Right now. Don't do it on the main track. Come behind. Right. Come from behind on the turf course. Um, you know what, Michelle? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll okay. have uh, Mattress Mac on the rebound. So exciting. All right, let's do that. We'll be right back. Come join us at Santa Anita for exciting live thoroughbred action from now until June 21st. And with our new Ultimate Fan Experience, you can get immersed in Santa Anita like never before. Your Ultimate Experience package includes a meet and greet with a trainer at their barn in the morning, breakfast at Clocker's Corner, a box for the day, and an afternoon tour including visiting track announcer Frank Miramati in the announcer's booth. For upcoming events, guarantees, and everything that's happening at the great race place, visit SantaAnita.com slash events. And we're back, and Mattress Mac is here. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the Horse Ownership Experience. Glad to be on the Horse Ownership Experience. It's been quite an experience for me since 1995, and I'm proud to say I'm still in the game. Well, you know, we're, we are too, and we're thrilled for all your success and what's going on with Run Happy, and we want to get that in a second. Tell us a little bit about when you did start in 1995. How did you first get into the game? Well, I went to the Kentucky Derby with my aunt Edith way back when, when Canyon Arrow the second one, and that got me hooked right on horse racing for life. Then when I started making a little income, I uh, in the uh, middle 90s, I started to get involved in the game through the Ocala Breeders Association sale and 
Here I am still at it. Do you, what was the first horse you bought? Do you remember? Oh, geez, I don't know. I <laughs> bought a lot more horses than you see all the way to the point. And uh, I bought thousands of horses. Yeah, we realized that, and there was at one point, and and forgive me, I don't, you know, I don't exactly remember, but there was one point where you were leaving the game, you were out, and this could have been in the early two thousands. I really don't remember. I'm curious what went on and and what brought you back. Um, the um, last horse I was going to run was a little horse named Run Happy, and he ran off the charts. So here I am, still in the game. That's that's amazing. So Run Happy is the reason you're still here. Absolutely. Wow. What brought you to that happy. point? What can I tell you? <laughs> what brought you to that point, uh, Jim, where you're just thinking, you know what, I, I don't want to be in the game anymore? Well, uh, as my friend Nick Zito said, uh, you have to uh, wear steel britches in this game because it's a tough game. And there's a lot of ups and there's a lot more downs. So if you can survive the downs, then hopefully the ups will make up for it. And we're unhappy made, for, made up for a lot of downs. We're, our show is called a Horse Ownership Experience. You've said it. it. We talk about experiences. Give us a little bit. You, you've been through a lot. I've seen you with your wagers, with the Houston Astros. We know you're a big Houston guy. Um, tell us a little bit about the experience of Run Happy and winning some of those races, um, especially the Breeders' Cup. You know, when you have a horse like Run Happy, he uh, makes you want to get up in the morning. And we uh, experience his exceptionalism from uh, – uh, June of that year, all the way through uh, December 26, when he won the Malibu Stakes at uh, the Run Happy Malibu Stakes at San Anita Race Park. So uh, it's just all about chasing that dream. And if you finally catch the dream, it makes it all worthwhile. Horse racing is a wonderful game. There's lots of wonderful people in it, and you got to be careful on who you pick as your partners because some people uh, will do you better than others, obviously. So. I'd recommend a lot of research, a lot of study before you get in the game. But once you get in the game, understand there'll be more downs than ups, but the ups are worth the downs. What was your favorite win with Run Happy? My favorite win with Run Happy had to be the uh, King J- King Bishop Grade One. Mm-hmm. That was the first Grade One I've ever won, and he was thirteen to one odds up at Saratoga Racetrack, the most storied racetrack in the United States, and also. Um, you know, just a huge win for us to establish him as a real horse, and that was that's got to be the biggest win in my career. Obviously, the Breeders' Cup was great, the Malibu was great, but uh, Run Happy winning the incredible Grade One uh, King's Bishop Stakes, now the Allen Jerkin Stakes presented by Run Happy, was probably the biggest thrill of my career. We have two big stakes coming up this weekend: the Run Happy Carter and the Run Happy Santa Anita and uh, Santa Anita Derby. If you if you are Interested in horse racing at all, you see Run Happy everywhere, Mattress Mac. What, what, when did you conceive this advertising campaign for the Stallion? You know, I made all my um, money in the furniture business through being a, an aggressive marketer and providing great customer service for our customers, and I continue to do that to this day. So I figured the same approach would work with one Run Happy. And for the last many years, we poured a lot of money into Run Happy ads on TVG on Naira and on um, all the different horse racing media. And we've done a lot of uh, run happy sponsorships of uh, the run happy uh, Traverse Stakes, the run happy Hopeful, the run happy Carter, the run happy uh, uh, Santa Anita Derby, the run happy uh, Del Mar <laughs> Futurity. So lots of run happy. And, you know, it's about branding. And I think run happy is probably the 
one of the best promoted stallions in the history of the world, and hopefully he'll have some two-year-olds that'll hit the ground running this year and make him even more popular. Did you breed any uh, of your own mares to run happy, Jim? Oh yeah, we we bred about ten every year. Ten every year, and go back and Michelle's going to love this question. How did he get his name? How what is Run Happy? My sister-in-law uh, Laura Wheeler, who trained Run Happy, she worked at me in the customer service department here at Gallery Furniture, uh, and so we were naming the you know the um, yearlings fixed to be two-year-olds. You got to name them before the first of January. So she was typing a uh, customer service ticket, and it was customer unhappy, and then she ran. <laughs> She did C-U-S-T-O-M-E, then Run Happy with an R. So I said, that's a great name for a horse. And here came the great Run Happy. That's, that's awesome. That's amazing. I, I, if this is a first. I don't know if anybody knows that story. That's amazing. Uh, as we go forward, is the are the is the Run Happy, is it is it working? Are people coming to Run Happy? Do you feel like the advertising is working? Because some might say, hey, this might be too much. Well, I think he's getting a lot more looks at the sales than he would normally if he was just another stallion, one of the – 30 or 40 prominent stallions in their stud every year. So he's getting a lot more looks. Um, one of his horses yesterday, who was a um, half-brother to Chance a lot, uh, ran the fastest quarter-mile time of the day at Ocala Breeder Sale, which will be, he'll be selling next week. So we're excited about the run happies. We think they're the real deal, and they got to prove it on the racetrack. But we've certainly done our part as far as marketing and letting people know what a great stallion he was. Not only was he fast, not only was he um, – tough and smart but he was also uh medication uh, free cute, injection free yeah and that's amazing in our in our world right now with everything that's going on the fact that he was lasix free medication free jim how important in the, is that in our sport moving forward well you know the whole world is going toward transparency and uh uh what you see is what you get and it certainly killed uh uh Tour de France and uh, the drugs have killed lots of sports. And we need to get them out of horse racing. We need to get the betters more confidence. Uh, I've been an advocate of this for a long time. And congrats to Naira yesterday for lowering their handle on some races. Um, I'm in. I'm in favor of giving the betters a better the uh, better bet. And part of the better bet is not as knowing that some guy is not running his horse on jet fuel when the guy next to him is running on hail some water. Mm-hmm. I think that's Chip. very wise. Go ahead, Michelle. Jim, talking about uh, moving forward and racing, you know, you were almost out. Run Happy brought you back. And now how big is your stable? And do you have a renewed real love for the game again, looking for like your next type of Run Happy? Yeah, you know, we have about 20 horses in training right now. Mm-hmm. And we have another 10 or 15 uh, yearlings and some uh, some babies just now hitting the ground. So we're probably 40 or 50 horses. A lot of them have been sired by Run Happy, so we've got some good ones in the Kentucky Training Center right now that my sister-in-law and her husband, Laura Willer and Kelly, are training. So we're looking forward to some big things out of Run Happy uh, this two-year-old year. We've also got a couple of uh, other horses there by other sires. So uh, we're, we're very much in the game more now than ever and very excited about the future of the game. I think uh, with some uh, cleanup of the uh, some of the drug problems and some better marketing, I think horse racing can reestablish itself as a mainstay in American sports, and it's done a very good job during this um, time of no baseball, no basketball. It's done a very good job that various tracks have of promoting themselves, getting more people, new people into the game. How are you handling this pandemic, uh, Mattress Mac? I mean, this is this has been devastating to us all. I mean, especially with no sports. I know you love sports. Oh, I'm fine. I, I, I just work a lot, but the <laughs> pandemic 
has got people sitting at home all the time, so they realize how nasty and old their furniture is. They're buying more furniture. <laughs> <laughs> so it really That's worked true. out Everyone for you. A home revamp. Just like Ron Happy was a silver lining in the horse business for me. This pandemic has made a lot of people realize that we're spending more time at home. Let's get new furniture and a new mattress, and that's music to my ears. Well, how do they do that? Where do, is there a website? We want to pitch you before. I know you have to go soon, so uh, we want to pitch it. Where do they go? Where do they buy your mattress? Sure, the website's www.galleryfurniture.com. Order the furniture tells you you're in the horse business. We'll deliver it free all over the country, www.galleryfurniture.com. And my advice to horse racing owners is do a lot of research on who you're going to uh, get involved with. Make sure they're reputable. Talk to some of the other owners they've dealt with. And if you get in the game right, you can have tons of fun in the game. Whether you uh, make money or not, you'll still have a lot of fun because it is the most majestic game around. And it's a game that's been here for hundreds of years and will continue to be here for hundreds of years. So get into horse racing and have fun. And hopefully you'll have a big winner and a run happy. My sister-in-law says it's going to be hard to duplicate a run happy. I don't want one more run happy. I want five or six, so I got a lot of work to do. Well, you are a great <laughs> ambassador for our game. We appreciate the time. Congratulations. Go run happy. I have a, we have a run happy. We're going to run at Del Mar this summer, so I'm hoping you'll send me that $100,000 check when she breaks her maiden special weight at Del Mar. I hope I write so many $100,000 checks during the Belmont summer meet, during the uh, Del Mar meet, during the Saratoga meet, and during the Kentucky Downs meet for maiden special weights. Hope I write so many hundred thousand dollar checks. My hand wears out. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> well, we do too. Mattress Mac, you're a pleasure. We appreciate it. Continued success, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for promoting the game. Y'all do a wonderful job on your show. Keep it up. All right. Thank you so much. Mattress Bye-bye. Mac. Here on the Mattress Mac. How I mean, exciting really, was that? It was great. Michelle, I, I forgot to ask if he's sponsoring our show. <laughs> well, maybe he will call now. Back, call him back. Maybe he will now that now that we've had him on, he'll sponsor the what show. What did you name Jim your McAdoo. run, Happy? I'm actually online looking at beds on gallery furniture right now. <laughs> oh, are you really? Uh, maybe uh, <laughs> that was great, Michelle. Thank you for setting that up. That was amazing to have him we on. We have to thank uh, actually the voice of Santa Anita Park, Frank Miramonti, okay. who is good friends with Mac. Well, um, thank you, Frank. Thank you. Facilitated that thank for you, Frank. us. I appreciate it. Um, uh, we named this is interesting. She she's run happy and her um, dam is tis the argument. So run okay. happy tis the argument. You ready? Fight and run. Agree to disagree. That's funny. It's good, right? It's good. It just doesn't sound like a grade one winner name. Oh, stop it! Too many she words. Is. Agree to disagree. That's Agreed. three words. No, it's one word. No, but I mean, like, it's, Agree it's three to words. Wait, can you give me a Trevor? You want me to do a Trevor call? Like, for Agree the to disagree yeah. down to the wire, and she gets it. <laughs> Here comes Breaks Agree a to disagree with a flying on the outside. <laughs> flying. Flying. Looking like You're she just funny. jumped in at the quarter pole. At the quarter Um. Anyway, that was great. Well, that's Michelle, very exciting. Right Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Uh, the Chancelot half is going to be interesting to see what it sells for. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, Michelle, what, let's talk about the races coming up. Okay, so coming up at Santa Anita Park this weekend, we've got the Run Happy Santa Anita Derby, the Hollywood Gold Cup, the Santa Anita Oaks, the Cinema Stakes, the Crystal Water, the Whoa. France Valentine, and the Desert Code. Wow. All on Saturday. Wow. Sunday, we also have the Triple Bend. Wow. That's a lot of stakes races. Yes, it is. Uh, we're also going to be having can the I say Run something? Happy Santa Anita Derby um, betting challenge. We're sponsored by Santa Anita. 
We yes. love Santa Anita. You work for Santa Anita. I'm a little disappointed in the field sizes. Of that I mean, day. I don't necessarily think that's Santa Anita's fault. Yeah. All these people that left. I mean, yeah. It's just like all these stakes races, and we're talking like a six-horse Hollywood Gold Cup. We're talking about seven-horse cinema. We're talking about a seven-horse run-happy Santa Anita Derby. An eight-horse Crystal Water. A five-horse Santa Anita Oaks. Six-horse Desert Code. Six horse Franz Valentine. I'm just looking through it, and it's just like it's a yeah. I, okay, not Santa Anita's fault, but it's a. It, there's something. There's something systematically wrong when you have this kind of day, and these are only the only horses that you can muster up. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong? Uh, I mean, there's definitely concern always when our field sizes are not massive, but on a big day, the problem is, is all these, I mean, the pro first of all, a lot of people aren't traveling, right? Sure. That we might normally get a couple more horses. No one's traveling. And we just don't have a lot of horses that are around. I feel like the, uh, the same big guys. Do you feel, like, do you feel guys, like the pandemic, the, the fact that we stopped and maybe horses aren't ready to come back yet, that some people gave some horses time off? Do you think that's a factor? Mm, no. What I think is I think all the big guys have all the horses and they're not going to run four horses each. So okay, they that's... run there. You know what I mean? Um, Saturday, we're going to go through these races really quick, but Saturday also marks the debut of Cezanne for Bob Baffert. and uh, $3.2 uh, million. Was it only 3.2? I thought it was 3.6. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't I'd have know. to look. But apparently this horse is a freaking beast. What a <laughs> shocker. Um, th there are... Uh, and who has her? I'm sorry. Is it the, some unheard of trainer I've never heard of? Robert before? Baffert. <laughs> I have a funny story about Bob. Apparently he thought I was tweeting something about him the other day. Yeah? And, uh, were you? No. And 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 someone asked me, he's like, did 3. you... 3.6 million, you were right, you, by the did way. Did you tweet something about Baffert? And I'm like, no. I'm like, you know, there's a thing with Twitter that you could actually um, check the tweets. <laughs> As I said, I said, I, you know, go ahead. What do you mean, check the tweets? Well, like, you could just go on my Twitter and see what I'm tweeting. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if I tweeted anything, you'd see it, right? It's not like, mm -hmm. it's not like a rumor or I have some a burner account. I don't even like Twitter. <laughs> Seriously, I have right. not—I have not wanted to post this uh, anything this week. It's just been crazy. Anyway, let's talk a little bit so, about these. Let's talk a little bit about okay. these stakes races. Let's get our let's get our opinions on. Ready? So the very first race is a stakes race. We're going to kick off the card with the Friends Valentine. Yeah. Um, Look who's in there. Which super good race, super, super patriot for you guys. Patriot. Very yeah. exciting. Big class drop down for her, huh? Yeah, it's a good spot, but you know what? There's not a lot of speed in here. Cordiality comes back. If she's ready, she could be tough. Setamar figures to get a good trip. It's it's not it's a what good What about Warren Showtime? Race. And Warren Showtime, it this the, She's I just legit. Three, three she's year, just 3. I think she's yeah. very good. 3 years again, 3-year-old going against older is very tough sometimes. So be careful, but she mm -hmm. is a very very nice horse. I think anybody can win that race. Go. Desert uh, Code. race 4, the Desert Code. I thought this race is actually very interesting with like a lot of dirt horses trying turf. Uh, like, is there rain forecast that I think it's going to come off the grass? No, you know, <laughs> but uh, Pete Miller usually dominates these little uh, sprints. She's so special. She's very fast. Philly, Philly yeah. against the boys. El Tigre Terrible ran really well last year in the Breeders' Cup prep here at Santa Anita. Uh, rookie Mistake is improving. I know if Matt Nakatani's listening, uh, that was named after him. Um, because uh, Paul Redham named it after him when he first mm -hmm. took over from Mario Gutierrez's book, Mario Gutierrez Rides. This should be a good race. Should be a good race. 
Uh, then the Santa Anita Oaks, we've got a huge name in here in Swiss Skydiver, who is the division leader right now. She is the top three-year-old filly in the nation. She won the Gulfstream Park Oaks and backed that up with a win in the Fantasy, where she defeated Venetian Harbor. Um, so she is absolutely the one to beat in here. But, you know, there's some good horses. Mernice is coming in off a 10-length maiden score at Oakland Park. Uh, speech comes in off a second where she was barely beaten by Gamine, who's a big Bob Baffert uh, horse. And Bob Baffert's got a first time versus winner's Regal Beauty. Yeah. So it's basically Bob or. <laughs> I get. I do. You, do you ever get uh, Merneith and Gamine confused? No. I did a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, it's interesting that Kenny McPeaks ships all the way uh, across the uh, the nation uh, for the Peter Callahan owned Swiss skydiver who well she was originally planning on going to the UK to run at Royal Ascot and Ah. uh, travel plans were just so you know up in the air with the pandemic and everything so they needed to find another spot um and so he did mention this as you know quite a while ago that this would be a a destination I think it's going to be interesting because I think our track here is a little different than it is in other places that especially that this Phillies run in Gulfstream at Mm -hmm. Oakland so um she could be a uh, a little bit of a beatable favorite in there uh then race six just to throw that in there that is that Bob Baffert first or Suzanne that you were talking about 3.6 million dollars there is one horse that's six that's or you could also say that it's $3.6 million more than you and I have right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Combined. Uh, I could say, actually, she costs, or he costs $3,650,000. So I could say he's actually $3,650,000 more than I have right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Crystal Water Just for Calbred. Just want to look at it. We won this race last year. The Hunted. He couldn't make it back this year. But this is a, this is a really good feel. I think there's an interesting horse in here. Uh, both Phil D'Amato horses are interesting. King Abner, uh, we used to own King Abner. Um, he's a very nice horse. He's tough on the lead. There's a lot of speed in here. Prince Earl uh, drops back in against Calbreds. He should hit these very hard. He's been training very well. I've seen a couple of his workouts at Los Al via video, and I think he might be the horse to beat. Well, he's the class of the field, so yeah. that should be a very fun race. And then we then have the, the grade one run happy Santa Anita Derby. So, we have a maiden in Friars Road, and then his stablemate Rushy, who's coming off a win at Oaklawn. Uh, Shooter Shoot, who's coming off back-to-back wins, Santa Anita um, maiden, and then an allowance at Oaklawn. And he finished behind Charlatan and Eight Rings. I mean, he's met yeah. up with some of the the good ones. It's our good friend uh, Eric Johnson is uh, back. Yep, Peter oh. Redekop. Mm-hmm. And uh, Azul Coast, who won the El Camino Real Derby at Golden Gate in his last start. Will be Watson back. Or Whiteman. And then the two the exciting horses on the outside. The horse Honor AP coming off a second place finish in the San Felipe. He's been training amazingly. You like and him. And then I do like him, but I love Authentic. I'm a huge Authentic fan. I think I have all the three year olds in Bob's Barn. I have said the whole time that I think Authentic is the best one. So for me, Authentic in the run happy Santa Anita Derby is the horse to be. Uh, big uh, stallion deal. Uh, Spendthrift Farm, uh, B-Wayne mm-hmm. Hughes bought into him before the race, so now it's Spendthrift, Starlight, or Maticate are the owners of Authentic, who figures to go favored here in the Run Happy Sandy Derby. And, you know, truthfully, this is a pretty good race. It's a really good race. It's a good race. I, I would really, I really <clears throat> want to see a new door go back to his form, uh, his two-year-old form. I want to see that. I 
think he can. Where he just ran seconds? Well, where he was competitive. I mean, he hasn't been competitive this year. And I, I, I you well. know, we sold him as, uh, as a two-year-old in training. So I really have a little vested interest in him. And I'd like him to run well. Okay. Oh, I mean, he, they brought him right off the bench and ran him nine furlongs, and he didn't have a clean trip. Yeah. And then I they agree. brought him back, and they shipped him back again. And, I mean, he ran against Charlatan. I don't know. All right, so you're taking authentic. I think authentic. I cut back in You're taking authentic, to him. and I'll take the field. How's okay. That? That's not very fair because you get honor AP in that, but whatever. Okay, and then the ninth <laughs> is the Cinema Stakes. Michelle, you're the best. Three-year-olds, nine furlongs. You're the best. Thank you. I just completely uh, lost Aspen. focus after Mattress Mac. I noticed that. <laughs> I'm just like, so this is a really I was so, that was so exciting. I love when he told the name, the story of the name. That was great. I know. I like that. Okay. Last race. Let's come on. Okay. Get through this. Okay. The Hollywood Gold Cup. We have renamed it the Hollywood Gold Cup. It used to be the I Hollywood Gold Cup. Then it came to Sanita. Good then it was San the Gold Anita. Cup at Sanita. Now it's the Hollywood Gold Good Cup. Good for Sanita. So San restoring Anita. the former glory of it, right? Right. I'm sure. Um, yeah. So you have another favorite horse in. in this race. You love higher power. I do, but he's just—I think he's just adorable. I know, you love. His Hopefully, little he can nose. win here. He has the cutest little nose. You just I, want to smooch I on his nose. Mid court was really good, but he got beat last time. Uh, improbable is improbable. Who knows what's going to happen with him? This is parsimony. Not, yeah, not a great, is interesting. Meh. Yeah, Baffert this probably wins. This is what we ended up with, though. Baffert probably wins. And then Baffert wins. Well. Asmussen uh, shipped one out. All right, I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a. Um, a t- Baffert runs in one, two, three, four. I think he runs in four of the races. He runs, I think, six horses. So in four of the races, I'm going to make the over under two. You going over or under? I'll make it. I'll make it one and a half. Well, then I'll take the over. I think he uh, wins two. You think he wins two? Okay. You no, know, you know, I'm going to be the hater. I'm going to go under. I think he wins one. Look and at I love you. Bob. I'm just going to I'm just going to be like the anti right here. You're going to be anti? Yeah. All right. I love you, Bob. I hope you win 5. He but doesn't I'm listen to the under. show. What? He doesn't listen to the show. He doesn't? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a big weekend coming up at Santa Anita this Saturday. Go out. All these stakes races. Uh, go. I shouldn't say go out. I should say just sit on your couch and watch because we're still not allowed back in, which I'm getting sick and tired of, Michelle. I'm getting frustrated. I made a so big stink. Sick, at, so I made a big sick st- of being I, tired. I made a big stink at Los Al this week. Did you? They're not happy with me. That's a good way to get yourself welcome into a lot of places, Billy. Well, I mean, Santa Anita opened up for tr- owners in the morning. Why can't Los Al? Los, remember, we're in different counties, different rules. I think Orange County is actually more open than Los Angeles County. And by the way, the pandemic is over. COVID is over. What? Yeah, Billy, that over. is not true. It's over. It, it, look at all the people on the streets, you know, uh, marching. Yeah, and what happens when all those people get COVID? I don't, have you heard any? Have you heard any reports of people going to the hospital? It'll, it'll take some time. It's not instant. Okay. All right. We're on different right. sides of the fence here. Michelle, great job in Agree to disagree. Agree to, there you go. Agree to disagree. Look at this girl. She's looking like a superstar. All thanks, right. Thanks to uh, Santa Anita. Thank you to TaylorMade. Thank you to Delmar. Uh, Michelle, we're only like a little over a month away from Delmar. Can you believe it? It's so strange. Yeah. So Since strange. we can't go there at all, it's going right. to stink. Thank you to Mattress Mac for joining us today, Jim. 
Mac and Vale. We really appreciate it. Run happy uh, all over the place, and uh, we're wishing him the best. So, Michelle, we'll do this again next week. Thank you very much. Thanks to everybody who's listening to the show. We really appreciate it. At Own a Horse is our Twitter handle, at BKLRF. At the Michelle U. You can email me anything you want about horse racing. It's Billy at LittleRedFeather.com. That's B-I-L-L-Y. Some people still put I-E, Michelle. Do you know that? Oh, really? I didn't know you were a girl. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I didn't either. And there's, not, hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. We're politically correct here on this show. We love all you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the weekend. Bye. You're listening to The Horse Ownership Experience with Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Daddy Longlegs, Scat Daddy's only proven son at stud in North America. Crowned champion freshman sire in Chile, Daddy Longlegs has already sired three graded stakes winners from his first two crops of runners, including a champion two-year-old colt. A talented runner himself who won multiple graded stakes on multiple surfaces. He's passing that versatility onto his progeny with stakes winners on dirt and turf. Daddy Longlegs, a tailor-made stallion. Call today to book.